Um, hello, and welcome to Sounding Board. My name is Daniel Johansson. Hi, uh, I'm Sunday, or Sailor Sunday. You can just call me Sunday. How how are you today, Sunday? I'm I'm pretty good. I just ate some spinach pasta that I made from scratch, so I'm feeling good. Well, I want to get back to that. Like, can we actually get back to that? But before we do, I just need to say, like, so obviously, listener, thank you so much for being here. I'm sure that you have no fucking clue what's going on. Like, where's Maureen? Who is this person? Um, this is my friend Sunday. Um, so obviously, we haven't recorded since January. Um, that is because, well, you know, life is wild. We actually completely, we moved apartments. We're in a new apartment now. Um, I don't know what's going on with Scopy Radio, although I'm, I have stuff in the works for that. And I, want, we want, I wanted to bring back Sounding Board. Um, and Maureen's working with a bunch of other stuff with Scopy too. And so what we landed on is I'm going to start a new era of Sounding Board. Hopefully from here on out, it'll be weekly. And you'll know what's going on as it happens, as I know what's going on. But for right now, I just wanted to get back into the fucking recording area. I wanted to sit down. I wanted to record an episode. And, um, and yeah, we've been really busy working with Twitch streamers. It's been a big thing for Scopy is figuring out streaming just in general. We've, we've like experimented with like Facebook streaming and other things. Um, and for another show, Kita, um, started Twitch streaming and she introduced us to her friend who is a phenomenal Twitch streamer, Sunday, who is here, who is now one of my closest friends, Hi. um, just through who we've never met in person, just like through the internet have just become very close. Um, very fortunate. Um, I don't know, Sunday, what do you think? Does that like sum up a lot of things? Like, why do you think, why do you think I was like Sunday would be, should be here? Um, we, we have like a really good back and forth. Like when Kita introduced us, it was, we were just playing games together. I think that's always how it starts, right? Um, you meet somebody on the internet, you play a few games and then suddenly it's 5am, uh, and you've been playing games with them all night and you want to recreate that in any way you can. And I mean, we've gone on to do all kinds of collaborative stuff together um, and through that become very good friends. <laughs> we talk every day. Um, so I don't know. Sometimes it just clicks. Like sometimes you just meet somebody and it clicks. Um, and so I, and I love talking. So I'm glad to be here. <laughs> well, and Sunday, like you keep being like, oh my God, we should do a podcast. And I'm like, I want to do a podcast. I like, I have podcasts in the back burner, but I just like have not been able to like get back to sounding board. Get back to you all, the listeners. And so, like, I, but I've, I've, I think that I have a plan. I feel really good about steps forward. Um, but you know, it's weird. Like, one of the things that I know that we're going to talk about more, and I want to get into the specifics of that, um, is is this having kind of like an in real life identity, if you will, and then an internet identity. And like, you know, so what? It's it's June seventh, listener, right now when we're recording. So I imagine. You understand that we're in this weird, like, is COVID over? Is COVID not over moment? And um, figuring out how to, like, I, I'm sure you can relate Sunday that, like, in, in some ways, like, the, the, this has been a, a, a tragedy, millions of deaths. COVID's been a, a nightmare for, for humanity. But, you know, you build, you build new, you figure out new systems, you figure out new like how to exist, you know? And so it's, it's just true that our lives are changed. And for, and for me personally, that's meant 
figuring out how to how to marry like what this internet life is with what my life was before that that's a Um, really good point i feel like i haven't thought about like in my job even uh like i have like i'm a i'm a graphic designer by day and a twitch mm -hmm. streamer by night um and i do a bunch of other stuff too but it's like yeah with covid definitely anything online or like especially identity online is so much bigger <laughs> than my IRL life, I guess. Um, mm. I, I, I fondly called it the matrix the other day. I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was to you actually, Zam, uh, or Daniel. Um, see, <laughs> see, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I called it the matrix. Like, like the, like the online world is my real life and the world out there is the matrix um, that I'm having to like go, live in and like put on clothes for um and it's been very it's it's not like like i miss it but i feel like when when you have to change or when you have to be something different or or completely uproot and change how you do everything about your life you can get Mm -hmm. especially with covid specifically like it was a forced change you look for comfort Mm -hmm. in it right so like your new habits become like a comfort habit anything to keep you sane during this time um, it's been a year and a half. Yeah, and so it's like I've gotten really comfortable <laughs> um, in this very different, you know, inside my apartment life um, and facing the outside world again is is going to be very different. I find myself being very socially awkward uh, mm-hmm. in person now. Well, it's actually really funny that you say that specifically because I actually don't like. I find I mean I was a very I was a very like indoors person before COVID too, um, and what what's more so for me is. Um, Daniel Johansson as a brand, I I disconnected from that. I mean, it's my identity, sure, but like, but like, I I listeners know this about me. Like, I've I've I have that name is means something already. So it's like, it is a brand. Like it's it's it exists. Like it's my byline when I write articles. So it's 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 a lot of things. So so you know, I've in the past like the thought of like gamer tags, for example. Which and and I guess we're just like running headfirst into the first topic, which I'm so excited about personally. <laughs> honestly, um, I have a pseudonym that I use online in many forms of Zam or Zam Cat Zam, um, and and I never really I <laughs> also interact as Scopy, and I also like when I've made TikToks or whatever. Like it's all my voice. Like it's all the same me right but but it's but it's like i've never i i'll like i'll like off the cuff be like yeah no i'm i'm daniel from scopy also but but like also just call me zam like there are many people there are many people who have no fucking clue who daniel johansson is that that know zam i mean i did that first when i first met you it was very much the zam cat zam was how i knew you and how we interacted for a long time uh, and when we started to become friends, it wasn't until we got close that I started to know even about Scopy Mag and about, um, you know, the different podcasts and about Daniel Johansson as a person um, and as a brand. And now it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I forget to call you Daniel, like you're Zam to me and you're still Daniel Johansson for sure. Now that I know that those like outlets exist, but it's been, I'm still going to call you Zam. Like it's, it's just going to happen. Well, and I, and I think too, that's why, that's why I'm so glad to have you here first, because I think that like, 
I I never thought I would make like Kita knows me before Zam. I never thought I would make friends as Zam. I first adopted Zam when I joined a political compass Minecraft server at the beginning of COVID. That was when I started using Zam. Before that, I was using other pseudonyms. Like I, I had this one that was like Summertime Sweater that I used for a while. I also had like an opera one. Summertime like, Sweater is just such a good gamer tag. Oh my god! <laughs> I that was my gamer tag before Zam. Um, but I just I, uh, and you know what it is actually, and you would probably get this. In Florida, it was always like I loved getting out of the beach of the water and then putting on a sweater. I thought that that was like because you the the cold water and then the like. Just feeling wrapped up like it's almost like you feel wrapped up in a blanket kind of thing totally summertime sweater is really good and i feel like if you had stuck with that i would have been calling you sweater like that would have been i mean that's <laughs> like that's great but i also i like zam a lot more anyway i what i will say is what i was saying before is i, I this is why i think like having you back on like having you here first to kind of like figure out what this next era of everything looks like is amazing for me because you're the first person who like like and since then i other people have gotten to know zam as a as a person as an identity like not as an identity but as a like zam is no longer just a name it's like like there are there are, there are, it's like this, it's this whole thing i mean i know you can imagine so like because like sunday right with sailor sunday yeah like people associate that with more than just a name you have a community. You have people that expect things from you. You have relationships, you know? That's so and true. And it's, really it's really hard to communicate that. But, like, It's almost look. like it's, it's like a persona, but different. Because you, you, persona, the idea of, like, persona or identity it makes it seem like uh, you're, like, hiding a part of yourself or, like, you're, like, faking it. Like, it's like a mask or something, which is not necessarily how I felt about it. It's just like a... Um, a role like it's like a role that yeah. i play um and it's very much me it's just it's sunday too that's very it's very hard to express unless you you've been through it i'm trying to find the words for that no i i think that it's i think that it's just true that there will be people that never get it i think that this is just a cultural shift moment where you just have more and more like i know you think about this a lot with like vtubers and stuff like that of, of you have people who are creating identities that are not based in the the quote unquote real world anymore. You just have people that are creating identities that are avatars, that are that are a name with a voice and that's it. And that's even not that's not even new necessarily. Like there have been people operating with pseudonyms. It's just that that in the age of the internet, operating under a pseudonym pseudonym is much easier and actually much more common. And much more diverse. I mean this isn't like right like a celebrity having a name uh to protect their identity i think it maybe started there like especially with twitch like you you want to create some kind of name that doesn't have your full name so you don't get like docs or you know nobody has your home address or your legal name and, and i and i i feel like people especially in this day and age uh identify more with like an online pseudonym or um like a persona that you come out as um because like like they're not the people that you're trying to communicate to aren't the irs you know, like, they don't need to know your legal name to get to know you. Um, yeah. And it feels like you, you get to curate your personality more into, like, the person you want to be. Um, and, like, that, so, so that includes being vulnerable. I feel like a lot of people say that, like, 
with a persona, especially with like a VTuber avatar, like, you know, just a, a voice with a name that we're not like vulnerable or relatable because we're distanced from like our true selves. And I just think that's so not true. It's like, you're not my mom. <laughs> you don't need to know my, yeah. my full name to know me. Right. I also, I went yeah. through this. I, I actually don't know if you know this about me, uh, Zam, but when I was, so Sunday is my gamer tag. Uh, and I've been going by it for a while now and I really like it. I like the way it sounds and I like when people call me Sunday. Uh, my real name um, is actually not even the name I go by normally. When I was in sixth grade, I uh, started a new school and I didn't know anybody. And I was, the band teacher was like, okay, I'm going to call roll and you have to tell me what your nickname is or what version of your name you go by um, now so that I can write it down and that's what you'll be called. So you have to tell me now or forever hold your peace. And I was so stressed about <laughs> And when she got to me, I told her that I go by my middle name, which I had never done before. So, um, and for forever on from there, I've gone by my middle name. My parents call me by my middle name. Um, my first name might, might as well not even exist, uh, except for on like legal documents and some, some of my mail, but it's why, why am I like wildly curious now? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And I don't tell people this very often, but it's just like, kind of goes back to that. Like, even when it's not on the internet, um, like, I feel like that's like a relatable, like in real life situation where you are like, this may be what I was called in language before I knew what to call myself. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's wildly fascinating. And I, I think too, that it's, that it's like, it's, you know, I wanted to be able to say starting off this episode that, um, you know, there'd be a clear like housekeeping talking about like what I want to see out of sounding board and then a clear like, okay, now we're going to talk about like the Zam of it all, but it, but it's impossible. It's, it's, I don't think that we're in a, in a period of time where, um, where that's possible. I think that, I think that it's just like, at least for me, like, and, and, and I, I'm, I'm curious, I guess, to listeners, if you're listening, like right in, if you've had experiences like this, I'm curious how many people are experiencing this. I'm curious, you know, of figuring out what, uh, I, I hate, I hate saying post COVID life. Cause I feel like it implies it's really negligent of the privilege to which we live that, you know, even other like european or western civilization countries are not as vaccinated as america is um and you know and obviously too like i recognize that that's not because because that's that you know is because of the way in which we developed the virus the vaccine i mean and and that vaccine has been made a tool of profit for the industries that developed it yada 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 that this that and the other what i mean to ultimately say is that for many people especially especially the working class in america sorry i'm gonna chill the, the somebody's like chill I, somebody's like I, I agree i understand your politics i agree with them conceptually but don't talk about them too much because i'm not ready yet <laughs> and I was like, fair 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 um but, but so so i'm gonna i'm gonna chill on that but what i what i will say is that covid for many is not over so it also feels kind of it feels difficult to then try to figure out like especially for me of like you know i need to move i need to figure out what like scoppy's got other shit going like we there needs to be a for me i need to have a synthesis like i know a lot of people that are like i need to come i can compartmentalize this that and the other 
that doesn't work for me. I, I, I need to, like, it's worked up until this point because, you know, the world has been what it is. But I, I mean, I relate going. to that. Like, I feel, I feel incredibly guilty to have any kind of semblance of, like, life, um, identity, privilege, and money during this time. Like, the fact that I was okay for the most part somehow feel, yeah. like like I like I should feel guilty for being okay right now um which I, I think a lot of people relate to especially in terms of like privilege during this time yeah um, um yeah it's no, a hard and, one and, and I, I I think too that like and I, I don't mean to like put you in that position of having to because like, I, I what I like of speak on that specifically just because I just think it's true that a lot of people have that have had that experience there has been for the first time uh significant financial relief provided to the working class Americans, to people that are, to people that, you know, up until this point, like would not have been, uh, um, would not have unemployment access or like not have any kind of, like there has been like increased, like the PPP loans and things like that, where you, you have tangible financial aid that's being given this time. And there's also like a lot of social aid that's being given this time. My point is, is like, like working like people people being allowed to work from home for the first time like like you see this like uptick of remote working like there are it's just true that for many people they're they yeah yeah (laughs) they're they're just many people that whose lives you know whose personal lives have gotten better while many have suffered Mm -hmm. and um i said a weird random thought i don't think what's the like now that we've, we've been talking about this so much i don't know why the topic now is just COVID generally but like um I think I said millions earlier. Is that even right? How many people have, I, I'm, I'm just Googling. Okay, while you're Googling that, like, I want to say, like, it's been very interesting to watch, like, an infrastructure fall apart for that. Like, obviously, it's horrible um, to a lot of people who depended on this infrastructure. And, like, so watching, like, the capitalist infrastructure, like, fall a little bit because people are actually, some people who weren't super affected by it, who had the privilege to, like, um, to, you know, live through it and, and, low-key thrive uh it's very funny that that pokes a lot of holes in the society we had before it um yeah like like for instance i like i lost my job twice um in the last year and a half and i've managed to get a new apartment get a new job um i managed to follow my savings and follow my safety net which i was all able to do because of my privilege and and so it was like in fact i'm better off than i was and like that's so wild to think about. Like, um, and it, it just pokes a, a lot of holes in, in the society that we had before. I remember the first couple of weeks of COVID, um, especially after I lost my first job, uh, being like, we're never going to be the same. You know, like this is, this is us now. Like this, you know, the world will never be the same. Um, you know, pe- companies have realized what they can do. Like no longer will you have this horrible work-life balance of, you know, you can't work from home and pick your kids up from soccer because we need you here. Or like this, um, you know, everyone, you know, not everyone deserves healthcare. Like Pete, like we're waking up. We're, you know, I just remember being like, this is going to change the face of everything. And that is not what fucking happened. Like, I think it happened to an extent, but of course, like not to be like a nihilist right now, but like, of course the world's just going to, get the vaccine and go back to normal. Like really that that's the choice we decided to make was that instead of like having this vast change and, and, and I'm saying like, I, when I say they, I say like, you know, corporations or the world around us or your local target, but like 
us as people, we did change completely. And we have, and we demand different standards. I mean, the, you have the crisis with hiring, you have all of this stuff where it's like the corporations who should have changed with us um, didn't, but we did. Um, or at least the people that I've, the most of the people that I've talked to and experienced in my life, um, we did change and we demand differently. Um, and we'll never be the same. Anyway. No, 100%. And, and, and like, so I, I finished because I, like, I said millions earlier, millions of deaths earlier. And that didn't even feel right. You know what I mean? Like, that felt like wrong. Just because it's like, it's so. 3.73 million people have died from COVID. Which, what the? which is shocking. It's shocking. You see those, these numbers and they feel meaningless because you look outside and the world is still what it was before to some extent. But it's, but it's just true that we've gone through a massive, massive tragedy. More than any other tragedy in the world probably ever. You know, And I, I think that we, we want to sit there, sit with that and, and be able to say like, oh, it's fine. Oh, it's okay. Like, let's open, open everything back up. Let's get life back to the way that it was, that it was before. But it's naive to think that, that that could ever be the case, you know? And, I, and I, obviously that's like the, the tragedy and the, and the terrible side of this. But to kind of like flip that on its head, not because I think that it should be flipped on its head. We should take a moment to sit with that, you all. Like, like I love you all. Like, I hope you're doing okay. Like, um, like that's important. Um, but to, the other side of this for me is, you know, in this internet age, it's been really good for Scopy. It's been really good for my work, like for our work, like, like, God, not me turning, not me turning around and wanting to plug the Minecraft server, but like, <laughs> like, I mean, like, I think that's what oh, happened ahead, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened though. Right. Like you, you change and you need, um, and like, and I think in our case, people who I, I would, I would go ahead and say that both of us are content creators and as people as such our instinct was to run to content creation because it was something that kept us busy and it was something that felt rewarding and it could pay off if we work hard enough. Right. So like, of course that's where we went. Like it's, we don't feel bad. We don't need to plug it, but it's like, that's what we did. It's like, okay, well, what can I do in this? What can I do to make this better? I think of those tweets about, um, while I'm saying this, it's like a double-edged sword because I think of those tweets of people who are like, you know, your productivity inside of a global pandemic, you know, it's like, it's okay that you didn't like learn a new language in quarantine. It's okay that you weren't like insanely productive during like one of the biggest global griefing, like grieving that's ever happened. You know, it's like, but for me, I, I, I value myself on some of the things that I create. I think that's just like the tortured artist attitude, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm more proud of myself when I've finished a project or worked on a project for the day. Um, I feel better going to sleep at night when I've accomplished something. And so when COVID gave me all this time, of course, we sat down and made a bunch of content. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm ultimately getting at is like Zam made a bunch of content. Zam did. Yeah, like, I guess that's true. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, and, and I actually, I've been writing a bunch too. Not recently, the last couple, like the last month or so, I've just been so overwhelmed with the move and everything. But, but, you know, I also, like, I want, I, not to like, I hope this, I, I can cut this out, but I might not need to. Let me know. Um, <laughs> I, I think of like, what was it like two months ago when you were on Me, the Boys in the Void and you were like, oh my God, Zam, are you mad at me? Like, why didn't you tag me in a post? 
And I was like, no, no, I'm not at all. I'm overwhelmed. I can't because I can't like <laughs> it's really hard for me to delineate like like in okay, my defense, in my defense, Scoppy Mag tweeted the podcast that I that I was on and then didn't tag me. And I was like, oh. all right, look, hey, everybody listening, if you want to help out with our social media, fucking send me a DM. Like, no, I would love help. It's okay. Like, I'm, like I, I'm wildly overwhelmed. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm sure that y'all, y'all, we haven't recorded an episode since January. Like, I'm not hiding anything. Like, w- there's a lot fucking going on. Like, like. Yeah. And I almost killed like, myself over a YouTube video that still had spelling errors. Like, I'm working my butt off. Well, and so this is what I'm, what I'm saying, too. Like, like, I want to figure out how to synthesize these things to make all this easier on myself. Because, like. I don't fucking look like people, people say like with their, I think that there are tons of people where it's a hundred percent valid to never reveal their, their real name because they're going to get fucking docs. They're going to get, you know, like it's bad. It's bad. The internet is a scary fucking place, but for what it's worth, I've already had that happen to my name. Like I've had my name run through the mud. Like Daniel Johansson is already like damaged goods. In fact, like, What's great about Zam, which is what I'm sacrificing by being like, no, you know what? I'm going to synthesize all this. Is Zam doesn't have that baggage. I can. I don't have to be. I don't have to be a political thinker when I'm Zam. I can escape, and in, in that way, that has been a privileged experience of mine. And I'd like to keep that line to some extent. Like, I, like I, I'm willing. I'm of course like, if other people, but but like, as a political person, it sometimes feels like. I don't mean this sounds like such a like I don't know first world problem or like shitty problem, but especially as a collaborator as a creative, you don't want to feel like you're you you're like jumping on someone's stream for example, and then all of a sudden you're like tying them down to political opinions that maybe they don't even realize because the Daniel Johansson brand already exists as a certain thing, and so it's like it's been really freeing to be able to just be like, "Hi, I'm Zam." No baggage. No, you don't need to worry about anything because this is just an identity. I'm just the funny guy you played Among Us with. Exactly. Not Daniel Johansson, guy who's gotten death threats for thinking classical music is white supremacist. Like, like that, that, not to say that that's, not to say that that's, maybe that's, I hope, maybe that also sounds like I'm being, um, delusions of grandeur or something like that you know what i mean but i can only relate to that in the the thing of like my my personal identity and my online identity are different like it's not like two online identities like kind of how you have Mm -hmm. it um but it's almost like a i I totally relate to like this is me with no baggage because like while i may be vulnerable um or like relatable with my online brand it's still like a brand it's still like I have control over it almost like, whereas like I may not have as much control over my personal life. Um, Like when the camera's on, like I try not to make the mistakes I may not be able to control by turning the camera off in real life. You know, like it's like when you're in an argument um, and the difference between like walking away and um, saying something you don't mean almost, you know, it's like there's a way that I can, I, it's 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 the best of me, or at least that's kind of how I want it to be. It's like the the highlight reel, <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the specially curated. Um, but I still I still am definitely pretty open about my flaws, which not a lot of not all streamers are. Um, but I'm pretty open about like who I am and, and what my flaws are. But it's still pretty curated to a certain point. It's still like this is who I want to be. This is who I hope I am. That vulnerability is completely in your control. Yeah, absolutely. It's still in my control. Like, like I, I, like I, like what you said, where it's like I come baggage free. Like I'm not gonna tell 
um, I don't want to talk to my chat about like my, my literal trauma unless like it's going to help them uh, with their trauma. Like it's only the only time I would ever do that is out of like an empathy, like we're, you know, like relating to each other. Well, hey, can I segue? Because and, and it's actually not a segue in that it is a segue. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I, I it would not be an episode of Sounding Board if I wasn't dragging somebody into a current events thing. But it's it's wildly it's I'm actually really surprised at how good of a job I did that this is so related. Okay. Um so one thing I know that I wanted to talk about was something that um I learned about last I learned about yesterday that happened last week that is that is developing actually today. Um, which is tennis news. Not that I, not that I want to be a tennis journalist or anything like that. Although, like, I've thought about it before. I used to play. Do you know this about me? I used to play tennis. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I loved it. I could I played see it. I could totally see that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so, um, there's a very famous tennis player. Um, she's new. She uh, she won a couple um, something. I think she holds a couple titles. I don't actually fully know because I haven't been following tennis in the last two years. But her name is Naomi Osaka. She's number two in the world right now. Um, the num- like the second best greatest tennis player of all time right now. She's 23. Um, and she actually withdrew from the French Open, which I don't know how much you know about tennis. I assume actually the listeners also don't fully know a lot about, a ton about tennis. Um, the French Open is like the – it's the biggest clay tournament. So like in tennis, there's different kinds of courts. Basically what I'm saying is this is a, this is a premier event. It's a huge deal. She withdrew um, because – what happened was that she was fined um, for not being willing to speak to press um, they because the fifteen thousand dollars because she was unwilling to speak to press because of this idea of what we're talking about of like the managing kind of this like the press relations thing. She was she's like it, I, it, it fucks with my game. I need to focus. I I suffer from depression and anxiety, and I I like I'm diagnosed. I have diagnosed mental health disorders and and I can't I can't do this. And so it's it's become this topic of conversation of like, well, this is really this is really kind of um ableist, I guess. I don't know if I I don't think that's what the language they're using. I'm sitting here going like, what what is this? What is this? Like what it is is it's really discriminatory against people with mental health disorders. Not to say you, you know what I'm saying. Like what I'm saying is is like she deserves to not have to go through dealing with press. Like why like why is this the case? Um, and she's actually pulled out from a second tournament today, like like an hour ago, um, before I even knew that I wanted to talk about, or after I even knew I wanted to talk about this today. Like this is still developing, um, and a lot of celebrities and, and tennis players are are also pulling out of tournaments, kind of like in support. And I think it's just this; it's just really interesting. Like this, this there's really never been, you know, one of the things that I know you think about a lot. Uh, Sunday, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I know you think about a lot is is um, someone put it into, and I think this is the more um, relevant celebrity to this, is like the Britney Spears arc, where we have this thing that we do with celebrity where we, we don't consider them human. Um, and I, and I, I think that it's interesting that it's it's some, something like a tennis player where, you know, the it's kind of different than celebrity because it does, there is like the, not to say that celebrity... Like celebrity takes skill too, like especially actors and, and, and musicians. But, but I, I think it's, I think that there's just a relationship that the audience, like, like, yeah. What what does this make you think? Like, how, like, what do you think, Sunday? I immediately start thinking about parasocial relationships. 
Yeah, yeah. So like you like because I had I had one and I honestly didn't know what it was for a while. I was really attached to Jenna Marbles. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know how toxic like a parasocial relationship could be until she left and it hurt me. And then mm-hmm. I and I wasn't thinking about her or her mental health, her mental illness or or her health and her life and her happiness at all. I was thinking about me and like what I had lost, like I had lost a friend or something. Um, and it was because you develop these parasocial relationships with people, especially streamers, especially streamers who are vulnerable and relatable, um, where you're so ingrained in like their lives or, uh, you know, so much about them that you start to feel like you're friends with them. And then, so now you have the pressures of putting on this person of friendship. So like, if they're not there for you, they've let you down. Or if they do something that you don't like, it's a friend, it's like a betrayal. Like your, your friend has betrayed you. Um, instead of like a person in the public eye where everyone feels that way. The Bo Burnham thing too. It's like, I used to like, oh my God, like I relate to Bo Burnham so much. Like he has no idea. Like I I know so much about him. I relate to him so much. If only like we could meet, like I remember using, I used to think that. Um, and with this new special, I've been seeing a lot of people on TikTok talk about that in the same way where they're like, if only we could meet, (laughs) if only Mm -hmm. you knew, like, like there's going to be some kind of like personal relationship. But really, it's just a parasocial relationship, right? Like, we mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like the cheesy line of we forget that they're people, too. It's mostly like you 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 focus more on the product that the person can provide um, than the person. I'm itself. so glad you I'm so glad you said that, because like one of the things that's been going on with the with Naomi Osaka is it's like, well, what about well, don't you want to be on press? Like, what about your sponsors? Like, and it's like, well, you know, are you just implying that? someone plays tennis just to get sponsors like what does that even like that's such a that is such a capitalist mindset of like you you only exist as a celebrity or as a anything as a tennis player or something like that to accrue well to accrue like fine to participate in the financial structure and to accrue wealth like that that is so like that's so for so many that's for especially for her i'm sure for many celebrities who whose passion is their art I, I got to imagine that they're not thinking about specifically about like, I mean, there are of course people that probably do think about like numbers, the numbers of their bank account, but I mean, it, like, it, that's like the, that's the relationship that we've developed. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of people like I would be, I would be a fool to say that I, I stream. I, don't, I, I hate when people say like I stream or I make content just for fun, just for fun. Yeah. There's I a hate that I because it's like, don't lie. Like, can you be, can you be honest? about it like be honest about the fact that like it would be super sick to make money off of this because i really i find this really passionate i live in a capitalist society i would like to do something that i like doing that that would make my money and pay the bills not like um like that's that's the that what is the word um that's what we've got that's what we have to do now like our only option is hope that our job is something we like uh, and so, like, yeah. when you have content creation, that that is, let's be honest, str- you know, trickles down from TV um, or from, like, before there was Twitch or YouTube, you know, it was an actor or um, a commercial, right? Like, it was, like, you, it's all trickled down from there. Like, we had no chance to make content <laughs> just to make content. There was no chance of that. We live in a capitalist society, and, and we had the opportunity to, to what... What's that nice, awesome saying? Uh, to seize the <laughs> means of production. 
Not you, not you quoting Karl Marx. I'm just saying, like we had the we had the, the finally the the option to seize the the um what oh my god I just I just lost it. You the, said it. No, like um the seize the means of production for ourselves, and now we get to do it through us, right? And then Twitch sells to Amazon, and we have to have that moral conflict, right? Or or um like back to Naomi, right? Like she, they we assume that the only reason that she's doing it is because she wants to be able to do something that she loves and be able to pay her bills from it. So that she gets yeah. the best of both worlds. She gets to eat her cake, have her cake and eat it too. You know, it's it's hard to even consider that her and 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 we've tagged things like sports, TV, YouTube, Twitch, everything to money. Like you can't do it without money. And sports especially. I mean, you don't get to you don't get to just play pro ball without having um, you know, a number, an identity, and a voice suddenly. Right. It's like every it's like we can't we can't even have rappers who just rap. They have to also be a persona. They have to also have opinions. They also we have to make sure that they're unproblematic. Right. Which is good. But I'm just saying, like, they have to have some kind of like uh, public. Their lives is, are suddenly no longer private because they decided to do a thing because they decided it's to make the, like, content. It's the burden of celebrity. Like, there's just no there's no way. And I think that I think that it can be really easy to say, like, the burden of celebrity exists and it's bad. And I don't necessarily think that either. Like, because I, I think like, but the burden you know, of celebrity kind of... isn't the same as it used to be, in, in my opinion. The burden of celebrity used yeah. to be that so many people know you, and that it's a lot of pressure that you can't even go out in public. Whereas now, the burden of a celebrity is, um, I'm doing it all for the money, so anything I say is kind of bullshit anyway. Like, <laughs> well, and I also think it's, it's like, like you, it's so easy now for you know. I think about like, I think about John Lennon, for example. Mm-hmm. When you have like who obviously is a very problematic figure, I don't. I'm not out here saying I like John Lennon. I'm I'm saying like a fan killed him. Like what I'm saying is is like it's no longer safe. Like it's 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 a very complicated web of existence. The relationship between like like I've like I said like I've had people try to attempt to dox me. Like and I and I I know I haven't had the I there's no way in the world I've had it the worst. Like I know there are people who've had it tons worse than I have. Like the thing the reality is is like you put these these lines up so that you can keep yourself safe too. Like that's the And like, that brings me like, back to the second thing I was going to say when you said like what is this Naomi Osaka situation like bring to mind and it's parasocial relationships and boundaries as like a public yeah figure right like you set up these boundaries where it's like almost like a celebrity kind of has those boundaries now because we've had it for so long you know like the britney spears thing is like low-key not happening as much anymore because there's like these huge boundaries between a celebrity and the general public like you don't just see kim kardashian hanging out um she's not approachable right there's these huge there's like 80 people you have to go through before you can even talk to her directly um yeah so it's like you have this these huge boundaries between celebrity and and the public or like even between celebrity and the mob mentality but like a small-time streamer or like an up-and-coming tennis player uh still has you know like their phone number probably through like eight people since high school or something you know like there's yeah there there's so much more approachable right and so like naomi was trying to set a boundary but it's almost like no kim kardashian so it's like she can't like that's not fair right no, um, yeah. that's not fair at all. So yeah, that was the other thing is like being able to set boundaries and like what you have to have some semblance of, you have to have a certain kind of fame to get boundaries. Like, like yeah. she's not famous enough. So she's got to talk to the press. If they did this to, what was her name? The girl who married, um, Serena Williams. Uh, 
do you think they would do that? Serena Williams has, has been in this forever, right? She's been doing it for a really long time. She's super pro. She's um, her 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 reputation speaks for itself. I wonder if they would even care if she talked to the press because we already know her. We already know who she is. She's it, her reputation totally speaks. No, and I, for and I actually think that from what I understand, that's the thing that's kind of wild about um, Naomi Osaka is that there's never really been anyone that's challenged this idea that you would have a relationship with the press. Yeah. Like that's the that's the real thing is like wow can you believe this person is like doing this like it's it's we've sensitive. changed man we we've changed and the yeah. world didn't yeah well uh, I I hate to I hate to do this but like we're pretty much done like we're out of time that's fine <laughs> that's fine um uh no this is really great um so yeah so I I normally wouldn't I don't know sounding board is not what I mean to say is this. I want to end with plug your shit. Like tell, give a, <laughs> take a moment to like tell people where they can find you, like how, how to support your work. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm sailor Sunday everywhere. Um, Twitter, uh, YouTube, um, Twitch is where you can find me the most. Uh, I think if you're looking for my content, it's going to be on Twitch. Uh, and you can find me, you know, trickle down to the social medias and all the other places too, for sure. But, um, I stream on Twitch all the time. Uh, I stream with Zam a lot, actually. Me and Zam co-founded a Minecraft SMP. If you don't know that way, what that is, it's like a, a multiplayer Minecraft server. And we have like a bunch of really cool people on there. And we collaborate, make YouTube videos, and make Twitch streams. And like, you know, one time we like stole all the pufferfish. Like, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. Um, so you can find us, uh, Nightingale SMP or Sailor Sunday on Twitch scopymag.com slash nightingale if you want to learn about the server specifically yeah it's yeah do uh twitch.tv slash sarah sunday youtube.com slash search sarah sunday on youtube twitter instagram all the places tiktok yeah on tiktok i, I think it's sailor sunday some of her TikToks. yeah so it's sailor sunday um, anywhere you can find me oh oh my gosh mm-hmm. sam wait can i redo it <laughs> we'll just add what you can say okay, what you can say. okay. so it's sailor sunday but it's spelled s-u-n-d-a-e Yes. Replace well, it'll, I'll put it, and it'll be in the title too. Okay. Or something in the description <laughs> or something. Okay. Um. Well, thank you all so much for listening. I've been Dan Johansson. I'm Sailor Sunday. Nice. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't warn you that. I, I figured. All right. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you want to keep up with what we're up to, there's so many ways you can do that. The first and best way is to head over to scopymag.com. That's our website, S-C-A-P-I-M-A-G.com. You can find all of our articles and podcast episodes there. You can also keep up with us on, so- keep up with us on social media. Um, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under Scopy Magazine. I'm not sure if that's what the TikTok is. Anyway, um, if you want to support the work that we're doing, you can head to scopymag.com slash subscribe. For as little as $2 a month, you can support independent media. We pay all of our writers and content creators. Well, not all of our content creators. Sunday's not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> but we, 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 we very much value the labor that comes through Scopy Magazine, and your $2 a month makes that possible. Um, and if you can't subscribe, then please listen, participate, and share. Uh, we love that. We love community engagement. Thank you all so much for all that, that the, your support over the years. Um, cool. Thanks again so much for listening. Go out and make something. <laughs>